Well, Bill Broderick, you look at it, and uh, week one's in the books, and it played out, I thought, a little bit surprising, even though the city was three and two. Yeah, a little bit, and I think you're going to get that most week ones because you, you got brand new teams up and down the board, and you got a lot of turnover in terms of graduation. So that's that's a situation you never quite know what you're going to have. I don't think the co coaches quite know what they're going to have until they really kick it off that first game. And we saw some scores that maybe we didn't predict, and and and, uh, and some closer games than maybe we thought too. So it was, it was a lot of fun, I think. Well, I look at it. Probably the biggest score that came out and gave us. Uh, a real different look was the fact that Harper Creek, who's number one in your e-poll, uh, wins without scoring the offense, without scoring any points, really, 15 to 14, getting some big plays. And uh, Dom Gibson, with no doubt, would be the player of the week if we have one. Yeah, that you know, I, I was more worried about myself than Harper Creek because they're going to make us look bad because we had Harper Creek number one in our E10 poll and uh, really thought they would handle Gull Lake. They handled them last year, 38 to 10, in that opener and. But Gull Lake is much improved. They have a brand new coach there, and they seem to have things going in the right direction. But Harper Creek, you really thought was going to be able to run the ball up and down the field if they with Dawson Bartlett back and him being an All-State special mention last year and a 1,500-yard rusher coming back. But they really had trouble running their offense against Gull Lake. Really couldn't break anything. And, and but I thought their dual-threat quarterback was going to be able to pass the ball, and they had zero yards passing too. So. They have some work to do before week two, but a lot of times that happens. A lot of improvement between week one and week two. You got to see the Lakeview Spartans on Thursday. Solid team built around a veteran offensive line, and good things can happen. And uh, Matt Miller said, even though they're young, and they're going to make mistakes, he's got a he thinks a very quick defense that they're going to become a formable team as the season moves along. Yeah, you have to really like their offensive line there, and and, and their veer option offense really is geared towards that. And they have some big boys up there, and they can push the ball. And you think they're going to be able to control the clock that way and, and then let that defense grow a little bit with 10 new starters and not a lot of guys back there. But they, they have a lot of guys on the team that are waiting to play, and, and you think that they're going to improve. That was a big win for them for Porter's Northern. Though. I think that was a, a season-defining win because if you win that game, you're still on track to make the playoffs. And, that's and it's a real pivotal game for them on their schedule being in week one. Maybe the surprise win was not the fact that Harper Creek won and it was so close. It might have been the biggest surprise was St. Philip last night traveling to Wyoming against a team that was 10-1 and one last year, and they get a win overtime. And when you saw that score, you had to be uh, amazed. That's yeah, that was, my biggest, that was my biggest surprise of, of the week. Uh, first Triuni Christian I fought state semifinalists a year ago and would give St. Philip a lot of trouble since St. Philip kind of had a down year and they didn't have a ton of guys back. But uh, St. Phil took it to them on the road. Uh, hats off to them for doing that. And uh, a defensive battle, you know, eight-man football, a lot of times up and down the field is scoring. But the defensive battle, eight-to-eight eight in regulation. St. Phil gets it done in the first possession in overtime and then stops them, and then, boom, they got a win. And that's great for the Tigers who need those early season wins. Well, I think a team that I think people have underestimated in, and they lost on Thursday night is Penfield. I think they were a veteran club. I think they're going to be good. But, boy, you talk about a – you talk about walking the gauntlet, uh, as is Battle Creek. The first month of the season, those schedules are so front-loaded. Two teams that might be pretty good, but the win-loss records might not show that. Yeah, I think you said it exactly right. The, the Penfield last couple of years have uh, started out with parchment, and they got that win early and got, gave them some confidence. But this year, they changed it over to Williamston, a perennial playoff team. And that gave them you knew that was going to give them a challenge right off the bat. And then playing that one on the road, that was tough for Penfield. And boy, Valkyrie Central, the first four games are against teams that are going to make the playoffs, teams that beat them last year, 
and teams that they've had a lot of trouble with in, in the past years. So Central could be 0-4 and be a really good team, and then Penfield could have be behind the eight ball early to, on their playoff threat well, and then might not make yeah, it. Yeah, because you look at it and say they're both rolling one. Battle Creek's going to go play Portage Central at McCamley Field in Portage. They have not fared well against uh, them. And then on the other side, Parma comes in, and you'll say one thing. Like we talked with Mike McGuire this morning, they put 62 on uh, Lansing Eastern last night. Anytime somebody's scoring 62 points, you're pretty damn good yeah. on that side of the football. I saw that score too, yeah. They can't be something that Penfield wanted to see. But I like Penfield's experience and a lot of their three-year uh, varsity players there. You, you think that's going to come up at some point and give them a shot to get things going. Uh, maybe get a win next week, but then they still have the Marshalls and the Harbor Creeks and the Coldwaters ahead of them. So they have some work to do, but uh, they have some experience to build on. Valkyrie Central has some young kids, and, and that, they can get things going pretty quick, too, I think. Well, Bill, as always, a pleasure to talk with you. We'll be looking forward to the articles and interest in the Battle Creek Inquirer. We'll talk about week two, which all games are on Thursday here next Saturday morning. Thanks a lot, Terry. And I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Please join us again next Saturday at 9.05 for another edition of Coach's Corner. We'll see you soon.